welcome to this week's installment of the Royal People's Podcast. I am Patrice. And I am Ernest Jones, where we bring two countries together in one podcast. Yay! It's gonna be great! topic is who is a virtuous woman stay tuned for an informative discussion his mother taught him oh my son oh son of my womb oh son of my vows do not spend your strength on women your vigor on those who ruin kings it is not for kings oh Lemuel not for kings to drink wine not for rulers to crave beer lest they drink and forget what the law decrees and deprive all the oppressed of their rights. Mm. Give beer to those who are perishing, wine to those who are in anguish. Let them drink and forget their poverty and remember their misery no more. Verse 8. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves for their rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. Okay. A wife? Okay. <laughs> so, my, my, the first thing uh, in coming to this chapter, I had to think about, we all know Proverbs. We all heard the saying coming up. Read a proverb a day. That's how you get started, you know, as far as your relationship with the Lord is 31. So you got 31 days in a month. So if you right. read a, cha- a chapter a day, it'll uh, it'll definitely increase your wisdom, which it will. And that's still a practice I use to this day. So my biggest thing was like, OK, Proverbs was written, written by um, Solomon. Right. Right. So when I came to this Proverbs 31, I had to look and see that it was not written by Solomon. And then I had to ask the Lord, why? Why was this not written by Solomon? It's because Solomon didn't have this revelation. Solomon, the way he dealt with women was the way that the the mother is trying to warn King Lemuel about how to deal with women. Right. So what you have here is you have a queen talking to her son who sits on the throne as a king and you have her 
warning him about the women that he's dealing with. So either he's currently dealing with women the wrong way, or she sees that he has the potential to deal with women the wrong way. Um, and she tells him, you know, don't waste your money on fortune fortune hunting women. Um, don't waste your money on promiscuous women who shipwreck leaders. So she's basically telling him, yeah, if you're not careful, your entire kingdom or everything that you've built, the throne that you sit on will surely fall. So it sounds like he was either entertaining or seriously considering going out there and getting a couple of, I don't know, I don't know what y'all call him in Jamaica, but it looked like he was he was going out there to probably have some fun. He he knew <laughs> he knew he knew it wasn't going to be anything significant. He knew it was just so going to be, uh, you know, a transaction that he was going to complete, and at the end he probably was going to, um, you know, dust his feet off and wipe his hands off. And his mom quickly warned him about that, like, yo, you will lose everything because I'm pretty sure this is around the time where they start, to, you know, they started to see Solomon fall because it's the royal people's podcast right so we I'm i'm a king you're a queen i thought it was only fitting a queen talking to a king about his kingdom and about the women that he should be dealing with um, she, right. she tells him, listen, kings should not drink wine or have craving for alcohol. It says when they drink, they forget the laws and ignore the rights of people in need. So wow. this t- this tells me he's either he's he sounds like he's just drinking and partying and he's a king. So he has a lot of money. So <laughs> so it sounds like he kind of throwing like house parties uh, every weekend or every day. And with that, he has become blind to what he's actually been entrusted by God to do. Because he's supposed to be the voice for the people that can't speak for themselves. And then she breaks it down further and says, alcohol is for people who are dying. Right. Those who are in misery. Let them drink and forget their poverty and unhappiness. I remember when I was in in psychology and... um, college i used to be a a heavy 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 drinker and the teacher said why do you drink and i said i don't know i I drink so i don't have to you know deal with my issues and she was like yeah correct you drink to seek an altered state and that's what the mom is saying people who drink who crave alcohol they crave it to seek an altered state they can't deal with reality so give it to the people who are terminally ill, who is nothing we can do for them so they can seek an altered state. They can escape from their pain. So, right. so she's basically telling him, uh, son, you don't have no pain like that. So you don't need to be drinking like that. As a matter of fact, you really shouldn't be drinking at all. So I was like, okay, wow. So then she sets the table straight. Speak up for those that can't speak for themselves. Protect the rights of all who are helpless. I'm trying to remember in the Bible where we see kings being told to do this. Like, we all, everybody wants to be a king because they want the throne, they want the crown, they want, you know, the money. But no, that's not, that's actually not the original intent. You're supposed to be the leader of the people 
you're supposed to be you're supposed to make sure that things are being distributed equally everyone is getting um a fair and equal trial like we saw solomon threatened to split the baby in half and the lady said no 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 i'd rather the baby uh live with her than split it in half and kill the baby and that's how he knew that's that's what kings that's what kings are meant to do so obviously this guy was uh either getting drunk and forgetting the laws and and uh mistreating the people who couldn't speak up for themselves or he was he was getting ready to do that whatever whatever was going on his mom saw him going down a path to where she had to say hey 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 yeah you gotta chill and you gotta stop and then that's when she basically grabbed him by the throat and says okay don't do all of this stuff let me actually lay out what a proverbs or a capable or virtuous woman is now the funny part is she I, I would I would have to say she's a virtuous woman herself because she obviously described what it was. So then my thing would have to be, well, how come he didn't see that? How come she had to have this type of dialogue with him? If that's her son and he grew up in her household, how come she had to go through and describe it like this? Like, what was missing? This goes to show you, he must have been in a very, very despondent state. Because in order for this type of intense conversation to happen, he she he had to be uh, I guess for lack of better terms severely backslidden. So if you could continue, was that uh, verse ten? Right. Verse ten says. A wife of noble character who can find. She's worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She's like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. Okay. So let me let me see. So first question, how hard is it to find a virtuous woman? It says the Bible says uh whosoever findeth a wife findeth favor. Like that's like a lot of people don't don't really take that that verse seriously, but that's a um that 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 lets you know right there. Yeah, she's your favorite to Exactly. Seriously. Exactly. A lot of men, a lot of men, to favor her. a lot of men, they really need to meditate on that verse because that's, that's deep, man. We, we, we always try to look like we're the prize, but actually it's the wife that's the prize. Um, more, more precious than rubies. How hard yes. is it to find a capable, that means, that means I'm not trying to be mean. I'm being honest. I'm just reading the scriptures. That means it's not that many. Right. Rare. Exactly. And you gotta you gotta dig hard. You gotta dig deep. Exactly. Okay, you can't find rubies everywhere. And if it's good, if you're gonna be compared, but yet still you are above that level of a ruby, that means that you are priceless. Mm. And in many cases, we hear the word priceless being overused. But it doesn't devalue the function, the purpose of the word. 
priceless. You can't find Ruby everywhere. Whew. Please. So, so <laughs> when I'm not trying to be mean, but when I go through Instagram and I see all the Proverbs 31s, and I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> according, according to to a, you know, I thought I was the only one who saw that. Seriously. Yeah, I see them all over the place, and like, I, I don't mind the ones that say in practice or or training. I I, I respect that. Because they, they understand. <laughs> but the ones who already say Proverbs 31, and then you look and they got selfies. Nothing of, else. Yeah, selfies of, of, of themselves, uh, pictures of them half naked. And, you know, I'm like, oh, really? 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 Like, I, yeah. I think people really need to sit and meditate on this. Um, Now, remember, this is a woman saying this. This is a Proverbs 30 woman herself telling you, I'm not that easy to find. Right. I know you spoiled because I'm your mother and you seen me do these things and it was effortlessly. But yes. you you ain't just gonna go walk out on the street and find this. You're gonna right. have to put in some time. Lemuel, Work King Lemuel. Yes. So you gotta do some digging. Exactly. Those um <laughs> those whoremongers that you got coming over and all that stuff, yep. that's not that's not it, buddy. <laughs> the alcohol that is. the alcohol is not going to take you any closer to a proverb study I'm not, I'm not, so this is on a deeper level she's not even just talking about marriage she's talking about a rare woman to find like anybody can get married but yes. you, he, she's saying no somebody that's going to protect your kingdom somebody right. who her husband is going to put confidence in her and he will he will never never be poor i mean that's for a man to put his confidence in you as a wife that means he ain't worried about nothing that's right that's how many men i, I ain't trying to i ain't trying to start nothing i'm just saying how many married men do we know <laughs> how many married men do we know right now <laughs> we can say hey man hey how much confidence you got in your wife like you good like are you worried <laughs> it's, it's, i'm not trying to be funny it's not a lot him good and never harm right i'm gonna say that one more time as long as she lives she does him good and nep- never never that's a uh, that's a strong word very never <laughs> harm that's i mean that's consciously subconsciously that's 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 in your thoughts that's on accident, not on accident. Wool and linen cloth. Yes. So that goes to show you right there. She's a um. She it's it's not about her being an entrepreneur. She is taking little and making it into something she's an innovator exactly but notice she keeps herself busy meaning meaning she doesn't have time to be out here 
posting two, three hundred selfies. She doesn't have time to, <laughs> to be out here, to be in the clubs, to be in the streets. She keeps herself busy. I mean, a lot of people don't know that. Like that, the, uh, an idle mind is a devil's workshop. Like that's true. Like yeah. this, this, this. I'm as of today. I'm never taking any more selfies. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay with ta- taking a few, but you know, you know how it is. Like I see some people. Oh man, I mean, posting scripture is one thing, but if you just up there posting ten to fifteen posts a day, you know, on the story, it's like, man, what are you? What are you really? What are you really doing? Where's your where's your linen and cloth? And grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. Okay, so you can see here. Um, <clears throat> if you go back to fifteen, let me see. She gets up before daylight to prepare food for her family and to right. tell her servant women what to do. Right. So. I mean, that shows you right there. Up before the crack of dawn, prepared, getting the house in order, getting the house ready. But then look at this. The servant women, we know how much servants cost. Like, if you have a nanny, um, and it says women, so it's more more than one. So this shows you that Proverbs 31 woman, a virtuous woman, is going to have one she's going to be a leader a natural leader in her household a natural leader to other women and she's going to be wealthy she is going to have some type of wealth or some type of way to pay uh for help in her household um it says she looks at land and buys it well there you go but you know in order to buy land that costs money and it says she buys it with her earnings Right. So that means the money that she brings in. So she she's not so she's not dependent. She's not taken away from what the husband is making. Meaning she she brings it on her own. That basically means she's basically set up. If something were to happen to her husband, she could survive. Right. Not only survive, she could flourish without him. She could wake up early run the household says her arms are strong enough to do uh the work that she's supposed to do she has her she would be purchasing her own land right and not only that once she purchases the land she's planting a vineyard so you know the vineyard is going to bear fruit grapes wine that's another stream of income she's a hard worker strong she knows the value of everything she makes so that means she knows the price she's a good bargain shopper she knows okay i made this 
with this, okay, that's yeah, that's gonna be some money. That's that's a couple hundred dollars. No, I didn't I didn't use that much that I didn't use the right material on that, so yeah, you can sell that for cheap. Very, very um I'm not gonna say a, a double entendre, but it says and her lamp does not go out. So when you th- when I think about that, I think about the parable with the um with the uh with the was it ten bridesmaids and five of them went to go get oil for their lamps because their lamps went out in the midnight hour. five foolish virgins there you go there you go five foolish foolish virgins i like that yeah so they went out to go get oil because their lamps ran out and they came back and tried to return and the lord had he wouldn't let them into the what was it they called it the dance or something i don't know they kept in the parables it's pretty funny the way they described it but basically they missed the they missed the um they missed the return of the lord yes because the door was shut yeah exactly and you can hear them on the outside begging to get in. Hey, let me in. <laughs> so when you see that, it says her lamp does not go out. That means for the rest of her life, she's gonna be on fire for the Lord. It's right. not going, it's not going anywhere. That's why it says the, the husband. Exactly. And that's why it says the husband can trust her. He can trust her because he knows that her fire for the Lord is gonna keep burning. She's going to always be led by the Lord. So he don't have to worry about her. Oh, she, oh, she had, she having her monthly, she having her monthly cycle. So she might do something wild or crazy. Oh no, it's the week before the monthly cycle. That's actually worse than the actual cycle. So we got two weeks of going through this. Oh man, something, something ain't happened right. She, she, uh, she smashed the TV. Right. That's good. yeah, that's, I mean, when I read that, when I was going through reading these verses, I was like, man, it just ties into so many things. Like, this is, this is deep. Like, when she broke this down, it, we just go through it. Like, oh, it's just Proverbs 31. Oh, like, no, bro, that's salvation right there. That's yeah. the family salvation. That means if her, if her lamp don't never burn, if her lamp don't never go dark, that means the children are always going to have, how they say, the lamp set up on the hill. Yes. They're always going to be able to look up to their mother and say, oh man, okay, that's how we should be living for the Lord. Right. She's, um, what it says, she spins her own thread and weaves her own cloth. I mean, she's, that's ownership. She owns this stuff. She's not renting. She's not, it's not a, oh, you know, let me pay you later. Let's work out a deal. No, this is mine. I own this. I know how much this is worth. I know how much this thread is worth. Mm. Oh, yes, verse 15, which says that um, she gets up while it's still dark and she provides food for her family and portions for her servant girls. You know, a virtuous woman sees everyone correctly. She sees everyone equally. Because mm. wow. the fact 
is going to serve those that work for her it means that she has that pure humility oh, in which she don't think like oh I, I hired you so listen I'm never going to serve Christ like spirit where she's willing to um, just serve mm. her Ooh. servant because she sees herself equal to them in other words she doesn't um, value herself based on the physical attributes or the physical possessions that she knows that in Christ everyone is equal so okay mm. not because serving me doesn't mean I'm not going to wash their feet like mm. Jesus did his disciples mm. so she has a Christ like spirit she has a kindred spirit in which she sees persons through the lens of Jesus Christ mm. <laughs> now think about this I'm not even trying to be funny think about this that, that's how she's serving her, her, her kids and her servants how do you think yeah. she's serving her husband my lord <laughs> That's good. <laughs> but you, you're right though. She has that. We see Christ again. She wants. He wants to wash their feet. I mean, that's deep. I, I ain't think. I gotta reevaluate my life now, man. Because <laughs> I, I never think about that. Like, yeah, you're right. Serving the service, man. Oh, that's deep. That's woo. Jesus Christ. All right. All right. Um, and then we'll see where she is generous to the poor and needy. You always think about this. The Lord says, "You know, um, when I was hungry, you fed me. When were you hungry? Well, I was at I was at homeless guy that uh, that was on the corner. You actually gave me a cheeseburger. Like she's she's always think about all these. It's like these different pieces on the chessboard. She has everything in the right position. Everything is right. Everything is here. If something were to happen, God forbid, she get thrown out on the street. I guarantee you, the streets would take care of her. I guarantee. Yes." I guarantee right. you, her servants would then serve her. The poor would then lend uh, food and, and, and shelter to her. Oh, she's already taken care of. She has no fear for her household. For all of them are clothed in scarlet. Mm. He makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in a fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She's clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. 26. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her too. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Mm. Her children arise and call her blessed her husband also and he praises her okay let me see let me see um uh, let me see so says she doesn't worry when it snows so that represents winter that represents a storm it's crazy because we got a storm bearing down 
on us here in the United States and um, on the East Coast. And of course, we don't know what to believe anymore because every storm it seems like it's going to be Armageddon. Like, oh, this, this storm is going to take you out. And sometimes the storm—I'm not going to lie—sometimes the storms are a bit much and they're 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 random and they're extreme for like a day, and then it's not. Sometimes they just miss us. But so basically. This is a woman right now. If she was caught up and she was listening to the news, oh, a storm is coming. She okay, we already good. We're we're already ready. We got we got shelter, we got bread, we got the generator. Um we got I got the blank the extra blankets out. I got the uh the extra kerosene. The people that she's doing business with, the merchants. I mean, you think about that stuff. Like that goes to show you right there, who a woman who honors the Lord shall be praised. So all that charm, all that pretty, all that beautiful beauty stuff. No, no, it's not it. It says give her credit for all she does. I'm sorry, what'd you say? No, I said that ain't it. <laughs> exactly. Give her credit for all she does. She deserves the respect of everyone yes so i wrap this up to say that's a that's a queen that saw her son about to go astray and had to break down what yeah yeah burning up right now to save you and i say this to all my brothers out there everyone for a lot of men they say that um men are visual creatures no, listen, reading Proverbs 31 and really going through and breaking down the text based on context and everything, I believe that should really just um, shape or even just get persons to really see things in a different light. Yes, nobody wants anyone ugly, please. But when persons are going to base their relationship on, oh, that person looks good, maybe I should date them. Um, That's not substantial. That won't last either. I'm just saying, I mean, beauty should be a bonus. It shouldn't be the reason why you pursue someone because the person looks fine. literally you're seeing the the true person and sometimes the 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 natural beauty it don't fade you know but because of you see their character you see who they are you can't see them as that beautiful or that handsome person anymore because you begin to see their heart which Mm. is not right Mm. and see them truly from the inside out so when we say that we are visual creatures we're, we're trying to say that okay i'm visual but yeah, but, but but do you got substance though? Like, do you got depth? Because that's what you need. Because even when you read um Proverbs 31, when he said, far above rubies, no, you have to dig deep to find a ruby. Ruby ain't everywhere, anywhere. I mean, ruby is more expensive than a diamond. Ladies, let me tell you, 
don't call yourself diamonds anymore listen you're above that let's go rubies and further What does my wife look like? Hmm. And then I now I've I've read like I said a proverb a day that you know that's no issue. I've, I've read Proverbs thirty one several times, but this night he was like, "No, nah, you're gonna you're gonna open this and you're gonna you're gonna get into this." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, I'll get into it." And I started reading it, and then it got to the point I got tired, so I couldn't read, so I had to just listen to it. And I said, "Man, this is this is deep. I, I missed it." This is this is different. And then I, and I looked at it real closely and I said, this is me. That's the young king who was getting ready to squander his stuff away on partying and acting all wild. And his his mom has to sit him down and say, hey, 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 this is, this is what you're looking for. And it's going to be hard to find. Takes time. It does. Takes time. And- and you have to, as a man, you have to be in a certain alignment. You, you, as a man, you, you come across a proverb thirty-one woman. If you're not ready, well, she gonna leave you. It ain't. It, you might not even get through a a, a, com- a good conversation. Yes. Right. She, 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 she busy. She stay busy. Also, also. Oh, she's on the move. Exactly. A Proverbs 31 woman, I will say this to, to, to finish it. So that's a married woman. Yes. So meaning she has to be uh she she has to be married. As you said that. And you're married before you're actually married. True. <laughs> True. So, the Bible says, he who finds a wife, mean you're already a wife. Mm-hmm. Waiting to be found. You don't become a wife when you get married. You're already a wife. Interesting. So, that means to get her attention, she's going to be busy. It ain't going to be, you can't just, <laughs> it's like, hey, you want to, um, you want to talk on the phone? No, I got, I got, uh, I got needle and thread. I got to make some linen. I got to make some linen sheets, some purple linen sheets. Like she's gonna be working. It's gonna need, be a lot going on. I need to so, learn to sew though. Like I'm literally gonna take a court. <laughs> Is this so, seriously? I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn to sew. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's gonna be working. So yeah, that that. The, the whole the whole point of it is she's gonna take she's taking small things and making them bigger things right whatever you give her she can turn into something more so I'm not trying to be funny but all the women that are listening to that if you if if you're not currently practicing or doing that that's something you want to get in the practice and the habit of doing taking small things like I'm not trying to be funny but there was times I was coming up, you know, I didn't, we didn't really have much to eat. My mom would have to look in the pantry and come up with a meal 
oh, okay, we got some we got some beanie weenies over here. We're gonna do this. Oh, we got something else over here. We're gonna do that. We're gonna and then she presents this meal and you're like, Where you where you get this stuff from? Oh, it was it was some you know, we it was the last of the last of the canned goods that we had. And you're like, Oh wow, this is good. I mean like this this tastes better than the other meals. Because <laughs> it's cooked out of love. It, there you go. That's <laughs> what you want. The woman that Is every woman a wife? First question. Is a wife? Will she ever? Will she ever reach the level of wife? Will Will they all reach the level? The level of wife? No. Unfortunately, no. I have to disagree with you. Okay. You saying some women are just they just bachelors, bachelorettes? I have to disagree with you. The truth of the matter is, I mean, not every woman is a wife. Okay. And um, and that that is just a plain old fact because the Lord, the Bible says, "He who finds a wife, he did not say mm. he who finds a woman preparing to be a wife." Mm. So, becoming that wife is that preparation stage, is that willingness to submit. Because the first thing to being a wife, you have to be submissive. Mm-hmm. If you can't submit to God, then you can't come submit to the husband who he sends to find you. So yeah, every woman ain't a wife. Because if you don't have that submissive spirit, that submissive heart, then it's going to be hard to have someone lead you. It's not going to be hard. It's going to be impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. Is it important for younger women to be taught by older women on how to prepare themselves to be upstanding women? Um, extremely. As you can see, uh, this was, a, even though she was talking to her her son, you can see this woman was a Proverbs 31 woman and she lived that life. And if you look at closely what she's saying, obviously she had servants she had kids because she's talking to one of them so they had they saw some sort of example and you can just tell by the wisdom and the knowledge that she was able to give i mean look at this it's thousands of years later we're still talking about this one conversation this is like the leading uh bible chapter for for women so yes most definitely um there, there should be um you should always seek bible always tell, tells us to seek wise counsel right. and the way you go about doing it how you pick the person you look at their fruit um my my uh my wise counsel especially for marriage has been married uh i think he's been married 15 years he's going on he's about to be 40 years old he has two kids he's written over 60 books um fruit 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 like it's it's like oh okay he's got all these things in place he's bearing good fruit so when you go to seek uh, um a, a proverbs 31 
counsel. Well, first, yeah, you you ain't got no choice but to look at her fruit. And we already broke down what it was. And just in case you forgot, you can run through and look again and compare what she's doing to what the word says. Right. And there you go. If if she's if she's on par, then she's got it. Also, listen to how because I'm assuming she'll be married. Um, listen to how her husband speaks about her. Wow. That tells you a lot. Listen to how other people speak about her. When she's not around, not not in her presence, because that's different. When she's not around, listen to what they say. That's going to tell a lot. Amen. That's good. So, um, the final question. How can men identify a counterfeit woman versus a virtuous woman? Is it important for younger women to be taught by older women on how to prepare themselves to be upstanding women? Um, extremely. As you can see, uh, this was a, even though she was talking to her her son, you can see this woman was a Proverbs thirty one woman, and she lived that life. And if you look at closely what she's saying, obviously she had servants. She had kids because she's talking to one of them. So they had they saw some sort of example. And you can just tell by the wisdom and the knowledge that she was able to give. I mean, look at this. It's thousands of years later, we're still talking about this one conversation. This is like the leading uh, Bible chapter for, for women. So, yes, most definitely um, there, there should be... Um, you should always seek Bible always tells us to seek wise counsel and the way you go about doing it how you pick the person you look at their fruit um my my uh my wise counsel especially for marriage has been married uh I think he's been married 15 years he's going on he's about to be 40 years old he has two kids he's written over 60 books um fruit 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 like it's it's like oh okay he's got all these things in place he's bearing good fruit so when you go to seek uh, um a, a proverbs 31 counsel well first yeah you, you ain't got no choice but to look at her fruit and we already broke down what it was and just in case you forgot you can run through and look again and compare what she's doing to what the word says right and there you go if, if she's if she's on par and she's got it. Also, listen to how, because I'm assuming she'll be married. Um, listen to how her husband speaks about her. Wow. That tells you a lot. Listen to how other people speak about her. When she's not around, not, not in her presence, because that's different. When she's not around, listen to what they say. That's going to tell a lot. Amen. That's good. So, um, the final question. How can 
men identify a counterfeit woman versus a virtuous woman. Counterfeit by their fruit, always. Fruit, um, apples are only going to produce apples. Oranges are only going to produce oranges. And I know y'all are probably getting tired of me saying fruit and all that stuff. But I'm telling you, this when I walk into a room with people who say that they got this title and that title and they walk in this anointing and they carry this and that, you know what the Lord tells me? Judge them by their fruits. Mm, yep. And that's it. That's it. That's all we can go by. So if a person has a long track record of good fruit, okay i can go with this if a person you know they only been they only been doing really good for like you talking to this girl and she she you know she just now getting back into church and she been she been to church for two weeks you know no that's not that's not long enough that's not no that's a counterfeit yes now young ladies say oh i've been back in church for two years and this and that because i'm not trying to be funny let's let's be let's be real I'm getting to the age where, okay, I'm dating some women who, who, uh, or could date some women who might have kids. Okay, so you look at the kid. Okay, well, when was this kid born? How was this kid born? Why was, why was this kid born? What? Okay, so what are you doing now? Because the kid, the kid is here. So what's, what's going on now? Oh, I've been celibate for such and such years. And even if they don't have kids, how? That's a good question. How long have they been celibate? Wow. I'm telling you right now, if they if they ain't been celibate for uh, more than <laughs> uh, if they say something like since the summer or <laughs> hey bro, you gonna have you gonna it's gonna take some time. But if they yeah. telling you, yeah, two three years, like that's 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 legit. Yes. Six years, seven years, that's legit. Yes. Wow. You can't fake that. You can I don't care if nobody say you can't fake seven. You can't fake seven years to seven years. Wow, that's good. So always buy their fruit, man. Always buy their fruit. And uh, um, leading of the Lord. Always ask the Lord. Uh, oh, what's that verse? Blessed are you because my it was my Father in heaven who, yeah, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. My yeah. Father in heaven revealed this to you. Um, whenever I'm pursuing a woman, I, go, I take her to him and say, here, what is this? And he he comes back with answers. <laughs> so you can never go wrong. Queen signing off from Jamaica and America. Enjoy the holidays. Be careful. <laughs> Don't eat too much. Uh, <laughs> and um, look out for our next our next podcast coming soon because we're gonna be we're gonna be getting another one out here soon as well. All right, guys.